1: It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Garage Logic Podcast number 75, January 10, 2019. Was 49 degrees on this day in 2012, and I remember the 70s. Man, the 70s were bad. It was 32 below on this day in 1977. We're brought to you by Fratelloni's Ace Hardware Stores, and now from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. It's Garage Logic with Rookie on production. Chris Reavers, director of social media; John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your Flashlight King, Fireworks Commissioner, and Keeper of Common Sense. Your Mayor, Joe Souchere. Are we fact based? Uh, boy,
2: I certainly hope so. Do you buy that wholeheartedly? Yeah, I do. I think when we make mistakes, we admit them. Even as a podcast, are we still supposed to be fact-based? Yes. Okay.
1: There can be no more blurting of answers. I'm essentially uninterested in the soon-to-be-depleted fortunes of Jeff Bezos. I I really have no interest in the fellow. But but... yesterday I said, uh, I wonder if he has children. And one of you two morons said, yes, I think he has a son. Remember that answer?
0: I don't remember that oh, answer. Oh, you did. I think I, I, it was you. It
1: would No, it was me. was you? I, I, am I? Can I yes. It was well, the chief off-site correspondent, which is why we have him as the chief offsite correspondent, Kelsey said, uh, Rookie and uh, Reaver said they have one child, wrong again. Four and 25 years of marriage. In 1992, Bezos were, was working for D.E. Shaw in Manhattan when he met novelist Mackenzie Tuttle. Who was a research associate at the firm? They were married a year later. In 1994, they moved across the country to Seattle, where Bezos founded Amazon. He and his wife are the parents of four children: three sons and one daughter adopted from China. All right, does that take care of that? I think, didn't have one. Son. I think we covered that yesterday. I that looked he had. at the. Um, I don't think
2: so. I was on the Wikipedia page of Mackenzie, and it only listed one. One child.
1: I'm unaware of uh, her novels. I did not know that she, Mackenzie Tuttle was a novelist. I now, suppose when you're worth uh, $160 billion, you can be whatever you want to be. She, maybe she hasn't written for a while. Yeah, would you, do you feel any? See, one of the things that compels you to write is financial urgency. I, I just can't see that she has any. Uh, true. You know, The hunger. The, hunger's the hunger is not in the belly. Right. Uh, Barry Shackle notes, uh this is a this is almost a ray of hope. You know, we've been uh, focusing so much on some of the goofy people that got elected to Congress—the uh, Marxists, the Socialists, the uh, Palestinians, the, yeah. uh, uh, the first the profane, uh, the whatever. Well, uh, here's you here here I was provided a picture of uh, the three vets, three new military vets who are members of Congress. I'd like to hear that, right? Yeah. Uh, together, they have. Uh, uh, what does it say here? Uh, together they have five eyes, five arms, and four legs. <laughs> uh, Florida's representative Brian Mast, 36, tweeted the photo Thursday after he posed with Indiana representative Jim Baird, 73, and uh, Texas representative Dan Crenshaw, 34, to Congress with the caption five eyes, five arms, four legs. All American." Baird lost his left arm in Vietnam. Crenshaw lost an eye as a Navy SEAL in Afghanistan. And Mast lost both his legs and a finger in an explosion in Afghanistan. Wow. So these are uh, the freshman class that was sworn in includes uh, 22 new members who work for the CIA or who served the military. I did not know that. Hmm. So there you have it. Uh, Crenshaw, uh, Baird, and uh, Mast. Brian Mast. Jim Baird, man, he's a freshman. He's 73. Wow, new career. I think Donna Shalala is a fresh woman, and I think she might even be older than 73. Mm. And uh, Crenshaw, 34. Five arms. Well, let's hope that their, arms, their
0: military arms. base is what they'll draw from as far as common sense and, and what they vote on. I'm sure they were, were schooled in the military about being smart and common sense.
1: I'm looking at uh, the closed uh, circuit television shot here of Crystal Lake in Burnsville. Yes. It looks like you could just skate effortlessly. It looks like it's just glass.
0: Mm-hmm. What channel was that?
1: Uh, 46.
0: In house, okay.
1: It, it looks uh, like a, a guy was out there all night with a hose and fluttered it. Mm. Now, when you get up close, for all I know, it's bumpy. Right. But man, does that look, does that look inviting? Just beautiful. You know, the rinks at uh, Groveland look pretty good. Uh, They're
0: very well maintained by the Groveland Booster Club. Uh, Remember, it's about a nine-week skating season. Yeah, and that's, you know, I don't know. uh, My son will be playing hockey there, outdoor hockey, for his grade school. And I think they have their first practice coming up shortly. They just handed out the uniform, so I'll get a full report. What what
2: rink do I drive by if I'm going to take West River Road? And I get off, if I, ta- if I take, if I don't get on 280. That's Newell Park. Is there a rink at Newell Park? Well, the reason I ask is I drove by it three days ago, and I think they, tr- they tried to flood it ahead of the freeze that was coming, and water went everywhere. Okay, help me understand where this is. So if I take Eustace, right? Isn't that Eustace over here? I have no idea. T- instead of getting on 280. He's I- taking your move. I'm taking your
1: move. Cross okay. The
2: bridge, okay. Cross the bridge and then yeah. go
1: down to West River Road. What, well, how do you get to West River Road across the Lake Street Bridge? Yes. Oh, oh, the, oh the, I know the, I know the what uh, rink is that. I know the rink you're looking at. Okay. It's, uh, so you've already crossed the river. Okay. Oh, for Pete's sake! It's, uh,
0: it's what is that? That's after
1: you cross Lowry. Uh, no. Just north of. Here we go again. TNC. We're all blurting the wrong damn answer. Well, I'm not blurting. I'm, I'm trying you guys to help would out. Know. That's the reason. Well, I I'm, I'm, a, sorry. I'm embarrassed that I don't. I drive by it every day. I could look it up. Uh, I just figured you guys knew. Sorry. Yeah, they've had some tough luck with their rinks at that park. <laughs> well, the water was all the way up to the street. Yeah, <laughs> Rook. If you name me St. Paul parks, I could. I'll tell, I'll recognize the name. Hello. Yeah.
2: Just north of
1: TNC, I yeah. believe. Yeah. So, well, Newell, or no, Newell Park is the one. It's not Newell Park. It's not Newell Park. Okay. But you guys were mentioning hockey. Your yeah. kid just going to play hockey, Rook? Yeah. Oh, is he serious about hockey or is this just a lark? Uh, this is
0: grade school hockey. This isn't association hockey. So he can skate. He's not going to be a sniper.
1: Well, do you know that the Mayo Clinic is now recommending uh, no checking for Bantam-aged hockey players? Wow. The Mayo Clinic gave new recommendations Wednesday in an effort to lower the risk of concussions for hockey players. Bantam hockey, in which kids are uh, generally in 8th to ninth grades, uh, is an age where size differences among players can be enormous, and there's such a disparity between the little wee kid who's 13 and 14 and the kid who's shaving, said Dr. Ainsley Smith of the Mayo Clinic. The Mayo Clinic's lead researcher into ice hockey says there's no reason why they need to be checking and a lot of reasons why they shouldn't. Well, they already took the squirt. You they you used... up at the
0: park yet? I'm, I've got a map up right now. They already took the uh, squirt checking away. But now they're going to raise it to bantam as, as well. They're recommending that. Okay.
1: Well, I have an I have an observation here. What's that? It's a it's a healthier thing, and if we really want to grow the game, we've got to stop seeking violence and promoting it, and encouraging the kids to absolutely staple the opponent. Uh, I, I don't think hockey uh, seeks or encourages violence. Uh, no checking made at the bantam level is one of the recommendations made by the Mayo Clinic. In addition, they recommend enforcing ejections for fighting, better diagnostic tests, and mandatory baseline testing to help make those diagnoses. Uh at most rinks you'll find midday adult drop-in hockey and there's no checking, but when you can but where you can easily find the debate over Bantam's checking. I could go both ways, said a hockey parent. Uh, <clears throat> let me let me offer something here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh maybe uh if If concussions are what you're intending to prevent, uh, then you need to ban checking in hockey. it's it's the kids are less likely to harm each other than the pros. so if 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 what's driving this is human preservation, mm-hmm. doctors saying this is terrible. You can't do this. Well, then you got to ban checking. There shouldn't be football. Okay. The, Presumably, there's already no contact in basketball, which which but there is. Well, women's hockey, women's hockey,
0: there is no checking at all levels. Well, even though it still is physical, it's not sissy hockey. It's they get physical, but they're the just that not park? checking.
1: Got the name of the park? Well, we got
0: Miriam Park, uh, Saint Anthony, which is the one right or, just, close just, to us.
1: Just just name the parks. Um, Miriam Park. I don't think it's Miriam.
0: Bracket field is
1: across nope, the river.
0: No, nope. uh, oh, you know what? South Saint Anthony. Uh, that's yeah. the that's the little
1: park right over by. Um, that's, that's that's not it. It's got the tennis. I could get in my car <laughs> and go get the name of this damn park. Well, here's what I want faster know. that we can find I it on the air. What,
0: what what I'm at a disadvantage because you would not let me ask what is his route so I can find out. What's the bridge where Channel 5 always
1: films the freeway?
0: That is right over here. they always know,
1: set up a camera on that bridge over the freeway. University. Not Vandalia. No, it's. This is an utter embarrassment. No, it's not. I mean it's it.
0: fun. It's like a, we're detectives.
1: Yeah. It's the street with the with the magnificent walled off bike lane.
0: Yeah. Franklin Avenue?
1: Nope. Emerald Street. Nope. Take a break. Upford. Take a break. I'm not coming. No, I don't want to do this anymore. Fifth. Seventh. Denoyer. Damn it.
0: The only one I didn't mention.
1: And isn't the bridge Pelham?
0: Yes. Where yes. so they set up the cameras. Yeah, we verified across that. Across Pelham looking
1: at it. going south in about two more blocks is the rink that Reavers brought up that started the folly of us not being able to do anything. Denoyer. Once I took a break, I could look it up and I got it in 30 seconds.
0: Denoyer, right before mean, you hit TNC. I
1: didn't mean to do that. Really did, dang it,
2: DeNoyer. You know what's going to be funny though? I don't
1: know what's going to be funny in now right. that
2: we're now that we're a podcast. Uh-huh. How many people are going to be listening to that f- first segment and emailing us before they hear?
0: Um, you name the uh, part. Full confession: While I was looking, yeah, I was feeling the pressure of trying to beat offsite correspondents, right. other people calling in, and then I remembered it's they don't know yet; they
2: haven't heard
1: it yet. <laughs> did you did you ever find it? By the way. I found it in 30 yes. seconds. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yes. Because w- I walked over to where Rookie's workstation is, and we were ru- going through my route. Right. I had him take walk me turn by turn. Mm-hmm.
0: And now I know it's DeNoyer. Yeah. And that water. yER Up to the street.
1: Yeah. I want to do an email segment. Skate to your car. What do you got? Uh, again, frequent offside correspondent. Not frequent offside. Chief offside correspondent, Kelsey. Uh is recalling that yesterday, Kenny asked how long before we do away with feminine and masculine names. And uh, Kelsey has provided the names of Gavin Newsom's kids. Remember that uh, Jennifer uh, Newsom uh, received the first groiny of 2019 yesterday. Yes. She intends to be referred to as the first partner, not the first lady. Right. She's very precious that way. The names of their children are Montana, Montana. Hunter, Dutch, and Brooklyn. And as as Kelsey notes, as if Brooklyn wasn't enough, they had to spell it wrong. How do they spell it? A B-R-O-O-K-L-Y-N-N. So they, they have the name of a state. Uh, they have a name of a recreation. They reference a country, <laughs> and they have a city. Wow. It's Montana, Very- Hunter, Dutch, and Brooklyn. Give them the Duluth double, please. You can find it.
2: It's like activities. Yeah. We go to Montana. We like to hunt. Why don't you name a kid
1: Skate? Right.
2: Right. Or Denoyer. Speaking of Terry, are you bringing up his his other great email? Who's Terry? Loyal, uh, Chief officer, Chief correspondent. Correspondent. Oh, I only referred to him by his last name. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the, the Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer email. Uh, refresh my memory. He sent the, the still—you were referencing the still shot of how they looked like the— American uh, Gothic. Yeah. But he had a— he, Oh, he had a different one. He had
1: Beavis and Botox. Beavis and Botox. Oh, God, that's just such a uh, Schumer does experience. look like Beavis. <laughs> yes. And uh, Butthead looks like Pelosi, I guess. I, I Beavis said Botox. Yeah, oh, yeah. God, yeah, that yeah. was a funny line. <laughs> ah, <laughs> Jim Wolf writes, interesting observations I conducted research in the city of San Francisco website. Find below an abbreviated version of things that are legal and things that are illegal within San Francisco. Uh, and this is from August of 2018, so not that long ago. Here are a few things that are effectively legal in San Francisco or, at minimum, laws that are deliberately not enforced. Hmm. Use of certain drugs, public defecation, public urination, some levels of shoplifting, and other so-called victimless crimes. Some levels of shoplifting. And here are some things that are banned or will be banned in San Francisco. Straws, fur coats, bottled water, eating at work, vaping liquids, upholstered furniture. Plastic bags, pet stores, electric scooters—I don't know why they would ban those. Right. Disposable coffee cups, packing peanuts, tropical fish, and McDonald's Happy Meals. Why tropical? You fish? can you can go on the to the bathroom in the street, but boy, you better not damn have a straw with you, <laughs> huh? They you are better messed not, up. You can take, nope. you can
0: go in the, in the street. They but are. You better not own a fur coat. Leading the way, paving the way to Eurofrisco. Euphoria.
1: Yesterday, I was referencing a story in which the uh, fellow uh, shot the teens in Oklahoma with an AR-15 and the grandfather of one of the teens uh, wanted to insist that that constituted an unfairness. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, Richard writes, I was listening to your broadcast tonight and wanted to clarify why the female driver of the getaway car is being charged. In Oklahoma, if you are part of a crime such as this and a death occurs, you as an actor in that crime are responsible for the deaths or any other offense which may occur. It's a weird law, but that's how they do it down here. It all stems from all of the foreign nationals that are here and used to try to flee back to Mexico when they were charged. Let's just say— Let's say as just an accomplice and bail out. She may get reduced charges once the investigation is over. Love your podcast and miss Minnesota except at this time of year. Good luck and keep up the good work. Richard Williams uh, down in Oklahoma. Nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The windowless airplane. Yes. (laughs) I contend that uh, no matter what seat you have, window, aisle, or... Middle. Mm-hmm. You have a you have a one third stake in that window. You are you disagree with me. You are getting
2: savaged by the way with that take really? via email. Oh yeah. Many people disagree with you.
0: I, I, I to clarify, I do hate the window closed at all costs, even if the sun is shining in it. What if you want to sleep? I never sleep on planes. so.
1: Oh. oh no, all I'm asking for is leave it up for the first five minutes and and open it up again for the last five minutes. That's all I want. I'll, that? I'll
2: take that. And Rook, how's that middle seat? Of the person sitting next to the mayor. How's that working out?
0: Oh, they are just going nuts because all he's doing is leaning in on them and <laughs> no, trying to catch a glimpse <laughs> of
1: the, which way the river goes into the Missouri. Look at that
0: lake. Right. Hey, you see that bridge over there? Well, Steve built.
1: writes, Steve writes, I'm not entirely caught up on this week's podcast, but just in case this hasn't been covered, I thought it might interest you. After hearing your discussion about window seat etiquette on airplanes and Kenny's million-dollar idea of having a video screen... Provide the view from outside the aircraft, I recall a story I read about just such an idea. It appears we are about 10 years away from windowless airplanes that do exactly what Kenny suggests, and then some. Uh, Then he linked me to a story of a developer in the UK who is designing a lighter, more fuel-efficient aircraft by replacing windows with smart screen panels that reflect the view outside. And what a vista. From the looks of a prototype photo, the entire fuselage will be lined with video panels, creating the illusion of travelers riding on air. Good luck and keep pushing cool. back. Loyal listener in the belly of the beast, Liberal Lakes area of Minneapolis, Steve Mulholland. Right, thank you. So, Who knows what technological thrills await us? I wouldn't handle that well.
0: well. I'm trying to think. So no windows, but you would have a, a, a video camera on the belly of
2: the plane? or I, I, I don't know. See, I'm picturing the plane is almost see-through, the way he described it. It You want to visit
1: the uh, failed academy for a moment? Yeah. Uh, Thomas provided me this in Elmwood, Wisconsin. This is fantastic. He said, uh, these signs are posted all over at UW Stout. Beware of black ice. Ice and snow, take it slow, walk like a penguin. And then they have advice for uh, walking. Outside.
0: Advice for walking. <laughs> mm-hmm. You've made it to to a higher uh, education place, school,
1: college, and they're telling you how to walk. I have. A, what prediction am I going to make about this? Yeah, I'm holding up the poster for you.
0: They're uh, going to say it's uh, it's racist.
1: Yes, yes, because oh it has black. Yes, yes. Beware of I black. I predict oh. that will be coming. You can't call it black ice. No. But they have tips. The tips, assume dark areas on pavement are icy. Be cautious entering and exiting vehicles. And then it shows a penguin here slipping. Why would they show a penguin slipping after you've been advised to walk like a penguin?
0: Right. The penguin should follow its own advice and be able to walk properly.
1: Uh, As Tom in Elmwood notes, uh, these kids can't even figure out how to walk in the winter. uh, And he links it to they've lost touch with nature. Wow. You mean to tell, check this out. How Mm -hmm. to walk on ice. You mean to tell me. When in doubt, you get to Stout. Once you get there, you can't figure out how to walk in the winter. Um, you need to be reminded that there's ice. Okay. Let's break it down. Who are they? Break it down. Who, who are they focusing
0: this on? <laughs>
1: the who, kids who attend Stout. UW Stout.
0: But if you live in Minnesota or Wisconsin and you Wouldn't were born that be and raised. Most
1: of their student population. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I guess there might be some. Maybe there's some Somalis that came in and, and are I,
1: I think Somali kids are smarter than that.
0: I think Let's they Let's throw a little credit to the Somali community. I, I would agree. I think instantly, uh during their time here in Minnesota or and or Wisconsin, they have realized how to walk on snow, ice, slush.
1: When in doubt, go to stout. Yeah, when in doubt, go to stout. I have what I call I've developed sushire sense of ice. Based on a great novel I read called Smilla's Sense of Snow. Mm -hmm. And my sense of ice is just that. Here's the bad problem of walking in Minnesota in the winter. It ruins your posture because you have to have your head down. Uh,
0: Yes. You You can't get cocky. You
1: cannot get cocky. Right. The minute you do, pratfall. If you're lucky, all it will be is a pratfall. When's your last spill? Last year. You got pretty messed. Didn't it
0: mess up your face? No,
1: I didn't fall on my face. I thought you it fell on my butt. Oh.
0: Now, now I remember. Oh, a... I got it. I think I recall now. I'll just be quiet.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, did you fall
1: on your face? No, I'm fine. No, I'm I... good. We're okay. <laughs> why, is he, why is your face so scabby? You know, why are you uh, so scabby? Well, I was going to ask you the same question. Mm-hmm. What uh...
0: What happened here?
1: I was playing golf with a guy over the weekend and uh, went to the driving range. Mm-hmm. And he stayed in the cart and was futzing with something. And I grabbed some clubs and went to the range and started hitting. Right. And I looked around. I didn't see him. And uh, all of a sudden, the guy next to me takes off running and, says, are, and said, are you all right? Are you all right? I'm looking around. I don't see my guy. So right. I keep hitting. Well, my guy had gotten out of the cart. And and uh, c- completely fell down in the middle of a rock pile. What? And he was bleeding. And, oh, no. and I thought, and I, I I didn't even know that he went down. You, and, uh, and you he just accused kept on me. Hitting. He accused me of purposely ignoring him. I said no. I I had no idea. I looked at the cart. I didn't see you. He said that's because I was laying on the ground. <laughs> I was focused. <laughs> So, how
2: late? I can't laugh at the This
1: coughing. was at the beginning of the day. <clears throat> oh, my God. Yeah, this was the beginning of the day. There was no excuse wow. for this. No. But it all
0: worked out then. And, uh, the but the guy helped him? You know
1: what he didn't do? He didn't look down. He parked too close to a rocky landscaping area and then stepped his foot into Lost a hole in footing. the rocks and went down. Get, let me get back to winter. You got to walk with your head down. You can, you can get a block or two where uh, garage logicians have maintained their properties, sure. and you can keep your head up. But then you get to where the Euphorians live or the people in Liberal Lakes or Diversityville or the people that still have Wellstone signs in the windows. you got to have your head down because they haven't taken care of their property.
0: I would agree, and that you, you walk with a, a tenseness about you. It is. It's a, a terrible. Tenseness. It's not relaxing. And I
1: refuse to become a mall walker. I just refuse on ideological grounds. I can't do it. Really? I just can't do it. We did that for a while. I did it once and, and saw some people I know and was so embarrassed that that I swore I'd never. What are you doing, Joe?
0: It. Going to Sears? Pick yeah. up by, uh, no, I'm just small. Guess walking.
1: we're not going to Sears anymore, are we? Say, no, um, 126 years.
2: Was this the same guy where I was about a year ago? You were smashing coffee beans with the driver in his driveway? Yep. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yep. Did he ever buy a grinder?
2: No, I had to buy ground beans this time. Oh. Okay. I,
0: I, that was. That's he's, one of my... he's, he's put he's uh taking a stand huh by not buying a grinder. well you know
1: the other thing I did this trip oh no <laughs> he's got
0: I can't laugh because I'm coughing
1: <laughs> he has a one of those cheap dollar 98 plastic chairs from the drugstore that's in his garage and he sits in it to put his shoes Sure, on. yeah but you know I'm I'm kind of a garage guy right yep and <laughs> So late in the afternoon, I, I took the chair out into the driveway oh, and I, I sat. You know, You're going to sit it. I can I can see you in my
0: mind's eye doing. And this. it
1: just it just made him fraught with nervousness. That I don't know if you should be doing that. I said. I don't, I'm, I can't say what I told him. Yeah. But I said, no, I'm going to sit in this chair right here. I'm going to sit in this what chair. What were you
0: doing? Just catching some vitamin yeah, D?
1: Yeah.
2: yeah or yeah. B? What is just it? Just sitting there hoping I'd see a car drive by. Was it he was a, nothing.
1: Was he afraid it was going to melt? No, he was just, he thought it looked too, uh, he, he, he he thought it was too untoward that some moron would be sitting there, you know, with his dark socks on. Uh, okay,
0: right, right. Kind of cheapening the, uh, yeah, exactly, the vibe exactly, of the community. Ex- ex- so ex- to exactly.
1: Speak. I, that I was. Uh, that I was somehow bringing the ambiance down. Maybe you know? de, uh Oklahoma or, or, or... No, no, we don't want to demean anywhere. Uh, no, no. Because I, I think mean, the there's nothing parts. wrong with sitting in the driveway. Nothing wrong at all with that. <laughs> it's not my fault he's got a
0: cheap-ass chair. I mean, some of the cool stuff, you, this was a warm destination. Oh, yeah. Some of the cool things you could have been doing rather than just sitting in the No, driveway. this was at
1: the end of playing golf. It was kind of the time between uh, waiting to go to dinner and... Dinner started, okay. Yeah. Kind of like that... Limbo.
0: Yeah. The limbo yeah, time. It was, saving a dollar a, or two. Right, you know, right. I got gotcha.
1: you. So you sit on the on the driveway, which I thought was fantastic.
0: With his dark socks
1: and his yeah. <laughs> just Bermuda some, shorts. Just catching some rays. All right, just a moment. We're going to come back with yeah, uh, a tale that. of what happens when you fight City Hall and win. Has never had a relationship with a tree, Joe Sushere. Thanks, JB. Let's catch it too. Yes, it is. I want to break something down. Busted. There's a neighborhood in St. Paul. Just a minute, I dropped
0: something.
1: Me Am I going to need the map for this again? No. Nope. <laughs> okay. Nope. That's good to know. <laughs> I guess it's called the Matt Groveland Neighborhood, but it's a neighborhood uh, that pretty much was developed on the site of, a, of an estate that was called Stonebridge. I'm very familiar with a, that. A fellow named Oliver Crosby uh, built an estate uh, between St. Clair and Jefferson, west of randolph and just shy of the river Mm -hmm. and it pretty much filled that quadrant it was a magnificent magnificent estate it had its own lake (laughs) and to this day if you know where to look you can see a stone bridge i'm familiar with that That was part of the property and if you know where to look there's still a curb cut that would would have been one of the entrances or exits to the estate, but the streets down there now are uh, what Woodlawn, Stanford, right. Stonebridge, Princeton, and, and, and so some some very uh, beautiful homes went in there in the early fifties after the demolition of the estate. Yeah, the family couldn't um couldn't keep it c- keep it up, up. and it he didn't crazy. even live that long to enjoy it. I think he died in the twenties, hmm. and that was built. Well, that's neither here nor there. That's the neighborhood I'm discussing. Okay, and. They have never had sidewalks, and the city of St. Paul, uh, in its attempts to canonize the pedestrian, uh, is undertaking uh, uh, a public works project to put sidewalks where there are now none. <laughs> They've identified 330 miles, supposedly, of so-called missing sidewalks all over the city of St. Paul. Okay. Okay. So the uh, so the residents in this particular neighborhood uh, were notified that as part of a street reconstruction plan and utility update, water mains, things like that, they are also going to get sidewalks because they don't have sidewalks. And the neighbors almost unanimously said, "We don't want sidewalks. We, got we don't need them. We've never had them. Uh, there's very little traffic here. We have curving streets. We got the river to
0: there. There's a sidewalk." <laughs> Adjacent to the river, which and people it's use. not
1: like those people are not paying their fair share of property taxes. Oh, boy. These are this is a very beautiful part of the city, mm-hmm. and so these neighbors got a petition. They did what they had to do, they took a petition around and they got more than 74%, which they needed 70%. They got and and they delivered it to the city on time, and the city reluctantly said, uh. We'll back off. You 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 won. Okay. Your, your petition uh has spoken to us. You you don't want sidewalks. So they won, right? Yep. No. End of story. We're not gonna spend the extra money, you're not gonna right. get the assessment. That's Everybody's it. happy. No. Well, the city said, Okay, you won, but you now are last in line to ever get a street reconstruction. Oh my god. Or or your utility updates. So so essentially That's a bully. no listen. Essentially, this is a very good lesson. This is happening all over the country. These rulings come down from the salon. We need sidewalks because pedestrians are more important than the internal combustion engine. Because the people in the salon, everybody is 27, single, lives in a converted warehouse, and gets in 15,000 steps a day and takes public transportation. Right. I don't think I'm being facetious. Uh, Facetious? Facetious? I don't think I am being facetious. That's how they view the world. Mm -hmm. Well, here are families with kids and minivans, and they live in this beautiful neighborhood, and they don't want sidewalks. You know why they didn't want them? Uh, Unsightly. No, uh, the, I bet it's more practical. The yards than look that. great as they are. Well, you're you're on the right track. Part mm. of the characteristic of the neighbor, part of the d- distinction of the <clears> neighborhood, are are really mature trees. Some sugar maples that are 100 years old. Right. Oh. Okay. Now, I'm normally not a defender of trees. That's why I started this by saying I've never had a relationship with a tree. Mm-hmm. But I am wholeheartedly in uh, in step with those who see trees as a distinction of their neighborhood, which would be true all over this city. Mm-hmm. So it really wasn't about sidewalks for most people. It was about saving 53 to 55 trees. Interesting. Trees that give the neighborhood a distinctive color and flavor. It's very leafy. It's very shaded. And as I say, uh, there's never been a fatality down there from walking in the street. And there's nobody ever sprained an ankle. Right. So there you was know, really no reason there's to- There's really no reason for sidewalks. and Or more accurately, there, there was no reason these these residents saw- that they should uh, sacrifice the characterization of their neighborhood, which is defined by these magnificent and elderly mature trees, which many of which would have had to come down to accommodate what probably is an urban vision by some unelected planner, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know that's the case. Well, it turns out the policy is if you beat City Hall... The, poli- the, the the city can hide the city's put them last now on the on the list to get upgrades and the city can hide behind the fact that apparently that's been encoded into policy as part of the policy
0: now yeah. these would be your um, these would be houses that would probably get quite a, a tax assessment they would be they're paying a lot of money for where their, the location is I, I would think so if you're paying that amount of money shouldn't your service B, if, if you've got potholes on River Road at, at Goodrich Avenue, that should be taken care of. That I, road I look should be it, resurfaced. I,
1: I think that's a dangerous way to look at it. I think the way to look at it is just because you pay high property taxes doesn't mean you should get any more or less services than anyone else. Let's just start with that assumption. Okay. All right. But everyone— irregardless of the amount of property taxes they pay, they they should be the boss, not the city. Now, in certain circumstances, of course, the city must be the boss. If you have an erupting water main, you can't run out there and fix it. You need public works, and, and you, can, you don't plow the streets, public works. We're on the same page there. But when all the residents of a neighborhood say to the city, well, we certainly— don't want sidewalks. We've never had them. And it creates an ambiance here that helps give this neighborhood a distinctive characteristic. They should be that they shouldn't, they shouldn't have to suffer for that. You shouldn't have to exchange the preservation of trees for an absence of your infrastructure. Not wanting sidewalks is not the same as not wanting infrastructure. I talked to a resident down there who has a water main break about four times a year. You're dealing with pipes that are ancient. They need all of that fixed. Right. Now, think of it in a financial sense. Why wouldn't the city just say to the neighbors, we understand your concerns. Uh, You do have a lovely, uh, lovely area here. We can see that you've lived uh, forever in this development. It's not a development. They're all distinct homes. We can see that uh, since all of these homes were built in the early '50s, you've never had a sidewalk. Uh, we we uh, we acquiesce. We acknowledge that you uh, you don't want them, and we understand that. Uh, but we're still going to fix your streets and your water mains. Right,
0: uh, sidewalks that, that, are That's also how a
1: smart city would do it. Because the longer you wait, is it going to be more expensive? Worse, it's going to get. So these people want a pyrrhic victory. That's a victory. What's that from Greek? It means uh, you you win, but with extraordinary burdens attached to it. So now pyric well, pyric. So, that's oh. what I said, didn't I? I thought you said pirate. It says know, to the pirates. Pyric. Right. No, pirate. So so <laughs> now they won. You know they they had to jump through all the hoops and, and sign all the documents and dot the i's and cross the t's and and they're won. They're not going to get the sidewalks, but they're also not going to get the improvements they need. Who's the, the judge? The neighbors here? Are, are very. Uh, uh, they seem to be very cool about that. They're 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 willing to accept that trade off to keep the trees. Who's the judge here? Is it the city council? Is it the
0: public works? No, there's no judge.
1: It's, a, it's no, a, no, I don't mean
0: court, but I mean who's who is the a pers- public
1: works policy? Uh, states that apparently if you don't accept uh, the plan as proposed by public works, then you get shunted aside and you'll be visited later. So that they can then go ahead with the plans that they've deemed appropriate yes. for that for for that area of the city. But you know, take uh, take the uh, uh, the well off out of this. This is going to happen anywhere in the city. Yep. This is going to happen anywhere. And, and trees give a distinctive characteristic to many neighborhoods, not just this leafy neighborhood right. down by the river. Right. It's everywhere.
2: Well, and think of this too, Joe. That's just the start. The envelope will continue to get pushed in this regard. Oh, I wonder what we can get away with
1: now. But why should the citizen be held prisoner by the bureaucracy? I don't think I'm sounding like a right-wing nutcase here.
2: No, Wh- I think where's pretty- the
1: where's the give and take? Where is the uh, where is the attitude of the city to say, you know, these people have a good point. They've gotten along a long time without sidewalks. Why in the hell do they they don't want them? And we're going to save a few bucks by not putting them in, and then say to the neighbors, by the way, your uh, your street reconstruction and your water pipes will begin, uh, you know, Feb tenth. Right. What? Well, that's how why it should- is that missing? Well, there's a number of reasons it's missing. It's missing because really what's driving this is the promotion of the pedestrian. And they have a one-size-fits-all approach to it. Uh, What's driving this is the uh, mysterian belief that the internal combustion engine is evil, that it's ruining the earth, that fossil fuels are ruining the earth, and it is our aim say those in the salon mm-hmm. uh, to get more uh, to get as many people as possible uh, walking or riding a bike or taking public transportation uh and how dare you people without a sidewalk uh be implicit in this promotion of not walking that's how they would see it but in that area it's more than Just in the street.
0: pedestrian, bike-friendly. There's lanes yeah. that, that hug the river. Yeah. And, there's, and they're always y- y- uh, in use. Always in use.
1: Uh, driving here today, I noted a couple of streets by St. Catharines that don't have sidewalks. Well, get ready, folks. I'm trying to think of the street immediately. Paired? Uh, It's either Baird or Watson or something immediately uh, south of St. Kate's campus. I think there's a street without sidewalks on one side of the street. There go your trees, people, unless you do what the people in, uh, Matt Groland did. But what a, what a telling, you know, the bigger, the state, the bigger, the government, the smaller, the citizen. Hmm. And, you know, it, it, you, you wonder, uh, How many of the people affected by that decision in Matt Groveland to be placed at the end of the line to rebuild? uh, You you wonder how many of them voted for Mysterians. I I don't know the politics of the neighborhood. If there's a neighborhood in the city where that might not have been the case, it's probably that one. Probably. Right. But my point being, the bigger the government, the smaller the citizen. And here's a case where law-abiding... Rule following uh, heavy contributors to the public purse are treated, in my estimation, shamefully by a system that fails to acknowledge that they're the boss. You're not public works, you are not the boss. You work for the people. Great people in public works. Right. Great. That's, I'm not suggesting otherwise. I'm saying roles are getting flip-flopped here. Things are getting upside down. When public works can come to you and knock on your door and say, hey, congratulations, you won. You're not getting your sidewalks. But here on this official document that I hold that I got from the Wizard of Oz, uh, you're not getting your street <laughs> fixed and you're not getting your, your water pipes fixed. How stupid is that from a fiduciary standpoint? It
0: makes it, – it, it's so
1: nonsensical that someone
0: should raise up their hand and say, uh, this, this shouldn't be – this is still a part of St. Paul. And again, yes, you can't pay the we pay more taxes than you. But if a road is bad, it needs to be fixed. If a water main breaks, you need to replace it. That's, mm-hmm. that's the maintenance that hasn't been done for however long. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Somebody has to wake up. It, it's, it's, the, it's the ideological – Uh, lesson here that I I find eerie. I find it frightening. We are subservient to those who work for us. They're not supposed to be.
0: And that's when they started ruling from the salon. It
1: probably... And again, this is driven. And you won't get any of them to admit this, although it's been printed. This is driven. Driven by the promotion of the pedestrian over vehicle ownership. And so they literally have driven around town. This might be happening in Minneapolis. This might be happening in Phoenix. This might be happening in Omaha, Kansas City, wherever. They have literally driven around town and found three, what they're saying is 330 miles worth of missing, they're calling them missing sidewalks. (laughs) Now, in some cases, maybe the neighbors would like sidewalks. Fine. Uh, We're going to put it. Can't you see it both ways? I don't have sidewalks in my neighborhood. I suppose I'm going to face this at some point. Mm. Yeah, although our, although our streets, although our streets were updated. In the late '90s, does that mean I'm off the hook for having to get sidewalks? Hook. I don't know. They I don't Because probably know. put
0: in all the sewer and all the main water main stuff. Mm-hmm. But you're
1: right; you could be a candidate. But I don't care where you live—East Side, North End, Cherokee Heights, wherever. Yeah, you know, everyone loves their trees. The people on uh, what's the street? Rook, you'll know this. Let's say you're. Uh, let's say you're uh, eastbound on Randolph. Okay, what's the first street? I'm sorry, you're westbound on Randolph. Westbound, okay. You're heading towards the river on Randolph. Yep. What's the first street after you cross Crete? Is that Woodlawn? It is.
0: It's not Woodlawn. Montrose. It's Montrose. But yeah, on Randolph, it is. They were clear cut a year and a half ago. I remember. It looked like uh, it,
1: they were just clear cut for looked, the for the roads. I thought we were supposed to like trees:
0: it looked like a, a war zone mm-hmm. and after that the aftermath was was horrible because there's no shade. there's no uh, the trees are beautiful down there because there's so they're much beautiful
1: everywhere in the city. Each neighborhood could contend that it's the trees that give the neighborhood a distinctive feel pick any think of any neighborhood in the city Do, can you f- picture a neighborhood in the city? Without trees. There's only one kind you can picture without trees. The kind favored by those in the salon.
0: What we will tell you.
1: Up and down University Avenue. Yep. Downtown. uh, Wherever wherever (coughs) the salon people and however the salon people want us to live, there are fated to be fewer trees. Trees... Are, I'm sounding like George Carlin. Wow. Yeah. Trees <laughs> trees are are associated most typically with single family home neighborhoods. Is that a fair statement? Yes it is.
0: Yeah, with the oak tree or the and, and- Wow, this is there's there's irony here.
1: Oh, this is tremendous. This is tremendous. So here come the 27-year-olds from the salon with their reusable grocery bag, and they're living in a converted loft, right. and they're getting their 15,000 steps in a day. They have the audacity to go down to this Matt Groveland neighborhood and say, hey, 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 you don't have any sidewalks here. Yeah, well, we don't want sidewalks. Oh, you're going to get them. You're getting them. No, we don't. Uh, and they were, these are classy people. They were polite about it. They did what they had to do. They had to get a petition. Mm -hmm. And their representative on the city council, Chris Tolbert. What did he say? Well, they were told about it. They go to the end of the line. Nice representation. Yeah,
0: that's pretty big. He's a little disappointing.
1: Where Where is the spirit of cooperation? Why should those people have won a tainted victory? I would be saying this, by the way, about any neighborhood in the city. This this one just happens to be very affluent, right? But I, I could see this. Ha- I would say this about any neighborhood in the city. Why shouldn't whoever lives in that neighborhood have more of a say about that neighborhood than the Public Works Department? Again, I'm not saying when it comes to infrastructure and meaningful, you know, utility lines and water. And I, I understand the city's the boss. I understand the city's the boss. But when it comes down to an aesthetic question about where you live. Why is it your opinion as valuable as the city's?
0: How come they know more? And they're not even there uh, the
1: day-to-day life. They don't know the more neighbors. More. They don't know more. That's why these neighbors went to the mattresses. They know more. They know the history of their neighborhood. They know uh, that its history is pretty much uh, linked to the Oliver Crosby Stonebridge estate that was uh, an extraordinary uh Uh, landmark down there, I guess it got torn down in about 53 or 54 and that's when these newer homes went up and they never, never put in sidewalks. And and now they're not going to have sidewalks, but they're also not going to get their water pipes replaced. It's just, it's folly to me because the city is just adding to the expense when these pipes ultimately have to be replaced.
0: Yeah, pay me now or pay me later, which is one of their
1: techniques. Yes. Well, I find it appalling. And uh, again, I think it's happening all over the country. Uh, things are turning upside down. The bigger the uh, the bigger the uh, the bigger the government, the smaller the citizen. It's a shame. It's just an absolute shame. Yeah. I got another example of this coming up. There's more. Yeah, there is more. Yes.
0: Well, I wouldn't go anywhere if I were you. I'd stick with GarageLogic.com for all of your entertainment needs. I'll be at every once in a while. We're off a little bit, but. Check it out! Tell your friends and neighbors whether you're listening in Oklahoma or Owatonna. GarageLogic.com. You're one click away from more Garage Logic podcast version.